Welcome to Coach B Daily. I'm Coach B Moore. In this podcast, I share information that will help us achieve our health, athletic performance, and body goals more efficiently. Today, I'm going to share with you one of the episodes we recorded while in Austin at Austin Revive, our food and fitness retreat. We were in the kitchen cooking breakfast, the whole group in the kitchen cooking breakfast, and the mics were just set up on the kitchen island. So anyone could come and talk about anything, and it was absolutely fantastic. So in the background, you'll hear a little bit of music. You may hear some pots and pans clinging, and you'll hear me maybe from the stove asking questions as well, kind of in the background uh, to the people on the microphone. So who you'll hear is my wife, Jamie, and you'll hear my brother's wife, Stephanie. Now, my brother and his wife had just returned from a trip to Spain where they spent over almost two weeks in Madrid and Barcelona. And while they were there, they took some cooking lessons and they did all the stuff. So uh, what we were talking about was the experiences they had regarding food and the observations that Stephanie made about lifestyle in Spain in those two cities versus what she sees in their town where they currently live, Washington, D.C. Additionally, there's a part of this story that reminds me very much of something my buddy used to tell me. I have have a buddy who used to live in Harlem around turn of the century, around 2000. So we're darn near 20 years ago now. It's crazy. And he worked in midtown Manhattan. And, you know, if you spend any time in New York around that time, um, and, and now you're, you're going to have friends in Brooklyn, you're going to have friends in Harlem, and then you may work in, in Manhattan. So you're going to be on the train and you're going to, you know, you're going to experience the whole city. What he used to talk about in particular, it is relevant to this story, is he used to say when he would ride, let's say from Brooklyn, he'd get on the train and he'd ride to and through Manhattan. And then he would start getting closer to his apartment in Harlem. He would notice something very specific at the time. And hopefully it's gotten better since. But he said you would notice that there are more obese people the further you get out from the center of the city. So you start in Brooklyn, you'd be more obese people. And then you get into the city and people were, there were fewer, the numbers were fewer. And then as you approached Harlem and went to Harlem, there was, again, more obese people. The further you rode the train up, the more pronounced the difference would be. And that was because of the food desert that existed in in those areas of town and maybe still do. Uh, So it's an interesting comparison that you'll hear. If you remember that story and you get uh, towards the end of the podcast today, you'll hear Stephanie make comparisons about what she saw lifestyle-wise in uh, Spain versus uh, her observations here in the United States, and it all kind of comes together. Have a wonderful day. Shoot me your questions and feedback. You can call your questions in, 347-770-1433, or you can shoot me a DM. I'm at Coach B. Moore on Instagram and Twitter. Definitely subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Instagram. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you tomorrow. Well... So the the gentleman who taught our cooking class was actually not a trained chef, but he's been cooking for years. His story um, was that his uh, mother had to spend a lot of time away from the house when he was younger, and he had a brother who was not well. Mm -hmm. 
So he uh, would have to stay home and cook for his brother and his father, mm-hmm. and he would talk to his mom a lot over the phone, and she would help. So, um, so he was sharing with us the differences in olive oil because they use olive oil. I noticed in and ev- almost everything mm-hmm. um, that's there, and he was he was saying that extra virgin olive, olive oil. Across the board should be used, but there's different kinds, uh, and there's kinds that you use for things like salads and for what um, he described as tomato bread, which we had some of. Um, so it's an olive oil for those kinds of things, and then olive oil for uh, you know frying mm-hmm. um, and that kind of a thing doesn't need to be as expensive. And he was really knowledgeable about the different olives that go into them and the regions, etc. Um, I believe he mentioned that the olive oil that you use for um, the kind of delicacies and so forth should be from either Spain or Italy, that they have some of the huh. best olives that are mm-hmm. there. So Good to know. Good to okay, know. Now I'm yeah. curious, how did he store the olive oil? How did he store it? I'm he, trying like, to was think. It in, was it in something dark? Was it in like it was? He kept it in, in its original. He had like just tall, slim bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is the way that he had it. Very different than the wine uh, because we made sangria, mm-hmm. and he was talking about. Um, what you use as sort of the base of the wine and then um, all the different things that you add to it. And I noticed that he had just sort of a big jug Mm -hmm. that had vino on it. So it was sort of a Mm -hmm. higher-end, basic red wine. Mm -hmm. um, And and then you add uh, the ingredients to it. So some things were particular and branded, Mm -hmm. and other things seemed to be more non-branded. and I even learned about what knife sets to buy. I don't that remember the name of it, but yeah, we were just like, he was teaching us how to chop. Mm-hmm. Like I never had a real strategy in chopping garlic cloves, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, and he showed us how to like dice it and make it into these tiny cubes. And I was like, I appreciate the strategy. Right, I'm interested. Yeah, love we'll to have know. to do that. We'll have to make something with garlic, and did I will you, show you how to do start that. start in the clove? Started in the clove. Okay. He gave us like the, he, well, he broke the clove, so we all had like a, two or three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut it, we had to peel it, and then we cut it the way he asked us to cut it. There was one guy in the class who just struggled with everything, so um, <laughs> the teacher ended up helping him. Um, but yes, we, he taught us how to dice it um, so that when we were blending things, it had a better chance of getting refined and there wouldn't, it wouldn't be clumpy. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> just, it, what I love about it is that he was not necessarily a trained chef. These mm-hmm. are just things that he, he learned over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just trial and error and watching mom in the kitchen, which many of us, that's sort of how we learned, mm-hmm. what, what we mm-hmm. know, even if it's a little bit. What I often say is... Um, I may not know how to cook something, but I know if you're cooking it wrong, right? Because I've watched my mom for years and years cooking something, so I'll know if it looks right or right. not. I don't think you're doing it right. Right, it'll look right to me. Talk about the ingredients and the selecting the ingredients and maybe even the differences in what you saw being cooked with over there versus what you see typically at home instead. Yeah, um, you know, it feels like um, in general there's just sort of more um, purity in what they prepare. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like there's a number of things that we may go out and order. We're not entirely sure what all goes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their diet seemed to be, um, you know, pretty basic. So you'll get grilled peppers and it's sea salt uh, and pepper uh, and very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all that's there. Um, their meats are very well seasoned, um, but there's not much else with it. Um 
And uh, so it, it just feels like they don't, they're trying to enjoy the, the true base of the food and not mask it with a lot of other things mm-hmm. on top of it. So when we went to the cooking class, we went to the market together in the morning and um, he, it's, it was a two-story market in the center of the city. We went upstairs first uh, where we um, purchased the seafood. So we, we purchased mussels um, and uh, what else did we get? We got mussels and we got um, prawns. And um, they're very particular about um, how old they were. So he was looking at the dates of everything and talking to all the butchers about uh, when the last batch arrived. Um, they want him to be fresh. They don't want him to have been like frozen and then unfrozen. Um, so we did we did that first. And the squid, I had never seen it. I've only seen it kind of in the store when it's ready to purchase, but it was still had ink in it. Uh, and so we saw them, this is probably not the right term, but de-ink the inside. And he hmm. used like this, it almost looked like the top of a broom and he slid uh, the squid over it and all this black st- ink came wow. out. It was like, oof, a little too you know, real, yes. um, <laughs> the literally the sausage being made, but it was interesting to see that. Cause you know, we usually see it in a more finished form. Mm-hmm. Um, they eat a lot of hake too. We didn't use hake in the paella, but I did notice that, um, they use a lot of hake in general. What um, is that? I've never heard of it. it's like a white fish that's, you know, sort of light mm-hmm. and, um, flaky. Um, Very good. It doesn't taste too fishy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just noticed there was a lot of that sitting around. You know how here, pretty much anywhere you go, you can see people running, jogging, biking. What did you see there? Yeah, I saw saw a lot of people running. Um, You know, because we would get up sort of earlier in the morning, Mm -hmm. saw a lot of people running for sure. Um, I also saw a lot of people that were just walking to work. Um, so some of that is probably a result of the fact that we stayed in downtown Madrid, downtown mm-hmm. Barcelona. Um, but it seemed to be pretty customary for people to walk to work. Yeah. Um, Which seems to contribute to the fact that they're smaller because mm-hmm. they pretty much stay active. Yeah, they stay active. And so... And the way they eat um, is they have, uh, for breakfast, they'll have something like um, smoked salmon, uh, maybe like a poached egg, um, small slice of toast, um, you know, something like that, mm-hmm. fairly light. And then lunch is their big meal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you would have like a paella or something big like that. And then they have a siesta. So that's like sort of the early afternoon, um, you know, maybe have a cocktail, uh, rest. A lot of shops close for two hours mm-hmm. in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, and then dinner is the what we know in America as tapas. And so their dinner is, you know, relatively light. It's these smaller uh, plates. So I think you know, their the level of activity, the food they eat, and the mm-hmm. time in which they eat probably makes a big difference in um, them seeming to just be healthier, yeah. uh, at least from a weight perspective. It seems like um, that that entire living would lend to less stress, right? With the siesta built yes. into yes. your yes. day, yes, that's so right. So less stress, less weight, less yes. food, less weight, smaller portions, yes, less weight. less weight. Walking to work, walking home from work, yes. Like, 
Wow. So when they come to America, they must be like, what yeah, they're well, and it's funny because you'll say, well, where have you been in the States? Mm-hmm. And they'll say Vegas. And I'm like, ah, that's so, you know, like you would not think that that is a depiction of the States. Um, New York, New York is not necessarily representative of the rest of the States. So they're going to places where, um, you know, they may not necessarily see a true representation right, right, of what right. we look like. Definitely. Um, but in, you know, going to Vegas, like, you know, Vegas has those, um, what are they, those buffets? Where yes. You can eat, like, all day. For, like, nine ninety nine. Yes, 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 that's right. And people never, it's like a cardinal sin to just go one time to a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> we, we used to, growing up, have um, family reunions in Vegas because we were West Coast family. And... Um, we always did buffets, and I'm telling you, it's just it's painful to watch it. It I mean, is. It's, it's very they, they've, dangerous. They've definitely, the buffets have definitely matured over the years. Yeah. From what they used to be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The buffet. 